Hello and welcome to Sports Arena. We're talking MMA, we're talking UFC 222, 222, 222. It's in the history books. Got myself Paul Griff here. Obviously, we're going to run down what happens. And man, oh man, did a lot of stuff happen. How are you doing, Griff? You good? Yeah, not too bad. It was quite the event. Quite enjoyed it. I want to rename it Sports Arena Touch Gloves or something. <laughs> Touch Gloves. Yeah, I feel like we need to um, need need a little thing. I'm just MMA, just like I don't know. It's the working. Or punches after punches after the bell. Oh, um, I think that's the best place to start, is it not? The undercard. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. CB Dolloway defeated, defeated. Hector Lombard by disqualification, late hit, the end of round one. Um, interesting talking points about it. Yeah, so if no one watched it, the buzzer went and Lombard hit two strikes um, after. Kind of knocked, it seemed to just knocked all the way on the floor. But obviously, and then after, he must have been about five minutes on his. I just didn't know why they didn't give him a seat to sit down on. Um, but. After about five or seven minutes, it was cleared that he couldn't fight on. So um, th- there's no argument that Lombard did hit him after the buzzer. Yeah. No argument whatsoever. Um, it's just whether I don't know. As, as 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 we said, like when we both watched it together at the time. I don't know if he kind of. We've seen people being knocked out nastier and been fine. Dolloway just didn't know where he was. And even after, like, 10 minutes being kind of, what's called call it, carried out the arena. Yeah. It, it was a weird one. Um, I think it's a really weird one. Um, I was watching people, I think it was Chael Sonnen, I was watching one of his videos today, and he's going for the whole, Hector Lombard didn't do anything wrong. It's protect yourself at all times. It's up for the ref to jump in and split him up at the end of the half. You can't say that when the buzzer when the buzzer <laughs> when, when when the buzzer goes, you put your hands down. You, you just no. I, I, I like yeah. I like the logic of it, but then I kind of sat there and thought, what are they just sitting there on stools in between rounds? But that, that, and one of them like, just charges at him and goes ah. The rest like, like that. That's like the stare down for the fight, and you punch him and knock him out. But like, should have protected himself at all times. <laughs> should have. He should have though, shouldn't he? It was like the the first round was nothing to shout about. Dolloway had some really good kicks to the stomach. It was a really, it was like a feeling out round really, because because um, Lombard's come out and said like Dolloway didn't come to fight anyway. Um, but I don't know. I, I felt like Dolloway was, was just being sensible, keeping it at range. He knows Lombard's got um explosive power, and yeah, after the buzzer, you felt it. But, but this is it though. It's like. He didn't come to fight. It's like, yeah, but you just got, like you said, you got to pick your shots. What's, what's he going to do? Just walk in there and exchange with him? Exactly. You're not going to, are you? Well, I wouldn't think so. Uh, he, he's known for amazing <laughs> knockout power, so with the exception of Dan Henderson, I don't know why he would. Exactly. And last I heard, um, Lombard is appealing, but I, I just don't know what grounds he can appeal on, really. The buzzer clearly goes, and the, you hear the ref shout out twice, like, time, time. Um, I, I don't really think he's got a leg to stand on. Time, time. Yeah. So, um, 
they're not saying it was deliberate. It was just stupid. One punch you can forgive, but it was the second punch as well. Yeah, well, that was one that did damage. So, um, yeah, that was interesting. Um, the rest of the results... <coughs> the only one that stands out to me really was um, Dobson get, winning by a split decision. Yeah, yeah, it was a good, good back and forth battle. Um, and um, that's the last fight of contract as well. Wow, I think it was. I'm not sure. Coming to Bellator near you. <laughs> Bellator even got a division for him though. I, I just think like, look, where does he go? He's been beaten by Mighty Mouse twice. Um, I don't. He's either going to be there as a gatekeeper. I'll be in the mix. It's really. Or, or, um, I, I feel bad for him because he's a great fighter and a bad era. Yeah, yeah it's bad timing. He he is almost um, what might him what like John Jones and Cormier. He he's the Cormier to Mighty Mouse's John Jones kind of. Yeah, minus, completely. Minus all the personal activities, you know. He he's sort of like he can beat anyone in division, but there's just that one guy who's just just there going to cause him issues. So that was uh, that was most of the undercard. Um, it's worth noting. I, I did watch. Um, obviously, we watched Alexander Hernandez' um, nasty knockout in round one yep. against um, Benal Durish. Forty-two seconds. Forty-two seconds, and he kind of followed through the punch and just landed on top of him. Punches get pulled off. Um, yeah, he looked, he looked a bit ripped as a as a small guy. Um, and then to close off the prelim card, um, no to shout about Mackenzie Dern defeated Ashley Yoda by a split decision. Um, but yeah, it brings us nicely to um, the main card. Yeah. Um, so we had Kat Singano um, against Ketlin Vieira. Um, it was clear Vieira was much bigger a fighter. The size difference was kind of noticeable. Yeah, I mean. The wrestling impressed me with this one. I think that was the main thing that um, I would sort of talk away. I was really impressed with Vieira's wrestling. I think she held her down for a total of eight minutes compared to like none. Yeah, there's even one when Cat went to do a do a, a like a throw, and I think Vieira literally used the momentum, almost like a Ronda Rousey kind of like throw after, so kind of used Cat's um, momentum. To land on top, and I, I literally thought it was going to be over in the second round because she had full mount. Um, and then at one point, Cat gave her back up to try and escape it. And I got to give Cat heart; she she got back to her feet. I, I didn't think there was any way back from there. Um, yeah, and um, the last rounds, last couple of minutes, she, she threw it. She knew she was in trouble. She um, threw it out there, bless her. And, and she yeah. looked, she looked generally upset. Well, this must be a big, massive comeback. And and where does she go? This is now like free fight skid. She's supposed to be a massive like potential, and she's got to be like the bottom of the run now. And she's a name. She's she's a big name. Um, it's a massive scalp on Vieira's list now. She just doesn't want, to, like you said before, she doesn't want to become like the gatekeeper. No, no. You know, but, um, you run the risk, don't you? She's good at first, like, trying to get her in the clinch, but, yeah, Vieira's wrestling just a, a, lot, a lot of the ground game and Kat didn't really have any any defence. Um, but, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a good fight to open up the cards. Yeah. 
Um, next, we've got heavyweight division. Stefan Struve, Andre Arlovsky. Uh, surprised me, this one. It confused me. Um, I I feel like everyone knows Stefan Struve's really tall, apart from Stefan Struve. Yeah. <laughs> and, and what I mean by that is I, I don't necessarily understand... Again, not meaning to reference him again fully, but like um, when you have people like John Jones, um, he's fully aware that his reach is like a massive advantage against some of these fighters. Yeah, Stephen Struve did not use it at all. Yeah, so keep him at bay with kicks and jabs. But here he is letting Olofsky just sort of carve in. Don't get me wrong, Olofsky's like a veteran, still amazing, still... You know, to be grinding out results at this level when he's been, you know, since I think we reported since UFC like 20 or something, we said, didn't we? Yeah. It was like well early. And um, yeah, I mean, this is like 200 odd events later and he's still. And I think Holofsky managed to get as many takedowns in the first round as he had done in his last like six, seven fights. Three takedowns in the first round. Um he looked really good. Um, one talking point, obviously, I think it happened in the second round if I cast my mind back. Um, so, Stefan Struve went to throw Olofsky in the cage. Um, so, what's your, what's your thoughts? Point deduction or just a warning? Because he, he got like a soft warning, but then Stefan Struve eye-poked Arlovsky and he got a harsh warning. What's worse? Well, yeah, I mean, taking him down, like, so you, you don't know where it's going to go, do you? That's the problem. Well, you don't know. You just like Struve could have taken it down, and he's got a good. Struve's got a good submission game. Yeah. Um, but he grabbed the cage. Herb Dean gave him a little bit of a telling off, but he gave um, Struve a worse telling off for an eye poke against Arlovsky. Yeah. Obviously, the commentators were going on the load. Like, would like an instant point deduction for these kind of things stop all this in the game? Um. Yeah, it's worth t- discussing. Like, what's your thoughts? Um, oh, I mean, I, I get it. it. It's wrong, but some of it, is, I imagine, must just be instinct. But does that make, I, does that make it? I right? think it's instinct. It doesn't. I think it's if someone's going to throw you, you reach out to grab anything. Well, surely, yeah. It, 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 uh, it just, yeah, you just, it's just there, isn't it? Yeah, it, just, it must be that sort of mentality, though, surely. Yeah, it just... But things... Eye pokes, sometimes you can't help. You put your hand out and someone's face is there. I, I, they're never going to have closed gloves because obviously you need... Um, for technical, you need for submission games and stuff like that, you need your hands. You need your fingers loose. So I don't know how they're ever going to stop that. Um, I don't think it can. I think it's just, I guess, over time, they either control it or. Yeah, it's just it's, it's a tricky one. But yeah, go. I suppose going back to the fight. Um, yeah, I thought Olofsky looked really good, really hungry. I thought fairly rolled back the clock really against a much younger Stefan Struve. Um, not. I think it just buys him more matches. I think if he lost this, then maybe like. Time to call it a day, mate. But I think this this might set him up nicely for like another another heavyweight fight. Whereas I don't know where Stefan Struve goes goes from here. 
I mean, obviously, he, he's had a, you know his personal sort of issues and and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I I just think there's so many people in that heavyweight division at the moment that you just don't want to get caught out. No. With um, too much of this craziness because you you will get left behind the pack. Yeah, completely. You know, that's, that's the way I feel. It's it's there and it's just get left behind. But um, we talk about sort of Oloski rolling back the years. And um, I guess we should talk about the future. Bring on to the next De- fight. Definitely the future. I think I think um, when we kind of did this Friday, um, talked about it, we didn't know either fighter. We definitely know one of them now. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously this impressed us both, but it really, really caught your attention. You were sort of messaging me straight away saying about it. So I don't know if you want to run down and... Yeah, so Sean O'Malley, um, he kind of like, it's, it's hard to describe, like, he's explosive, he keeps changing um, his stances, his kicks are quick, and he clearly absolutely believes in himself, he, he clearly like, knows he's good, and um, in I mean, all fairness, Dana White didn't know his name at the post-fight conference, but... <laughs> call him Andre Andre his opponent um, yeah he was lifted to the end of the first round didn't know where he was in the second round he just literally escaped um, a, a rear naked choke um, and then the third round and this, this is what makes a fighter as well shows a bit of heart so Sean O'Malley absolutely dominated two rounds and a half. Yeah. Then out of nowhere, breaks his. I don't know if they've, they've actually come out and said what what it was, but he couldn't even stand. He literally kicked. I think he broke his foot. He goes down. Andre goes down with him. And um, yeah, he he, la- he lost the end of the third round, and then he went. The adrenaline wears off, and then he went to an agony. Put pulls off pulls off a victory. So um. Yeah, shows heart and mate, didn't know him before. Definitely do now. Yeah, massively. I mean, since this, I've, I didn't realise that I did know him. I went back and I saw his fight on the contender, and he's he. Um, when you see the knockout, you remember him. It's a very like um, sort of popular knockout highlight reel standing knocks out. But I went back and watched him a couple of his fights. Um, because of this, but yeah. Some fights, when they go to decision, you kind of sit there and you think, oh, really? But um, this is enjoyable. Got to see a lot of this guy's skills and really, really impressed. Yeah, it's got to be disappointed he didn't get the finish because um, I, I think he deserved the finish. But yeah, it was a really a really good fight. Um, Andre also showed um, a lot of heart to kind of survive yeah. in there. But um, man, he kind of just, he starts, he's very unorthodox, he starts and he changes um Starts as quickly as well, and his kicks and yeah, he's gonna be be a tough one. I hope the UFC takes time. Don't rush him, because obviously, second fight in the UFC is already on a main card pay per view. I just hope they don't kind of mega star uh, making. Yeah, I just UFC are good at just rushing into things, um, and giving people title shots and stuff like that just on the back of like one performance. Just kind of edge him in nicely. Like he's young, 
He still needs to learn. Let's just slowly put him up the rankings and don't jump him up the the ranking system is there for a reason really. And technically he probably does deserve like whoever's ranked tenth for the moment, but don't like jump him in anything higher because it could crush him. Yeah, massively. I, I agree with that. Makes sense. Um, just let him happen organically. You said you love the fight. You said the only sad thing was he didn't get the finish, which I think is a lovely segue to our next fight, the co-main event, and the most unshocking, shocking moment, I guess. Yeah, probably. Um, oh, you got a feel for Frankie. Um, he looked good. Frankie looked really good. He looked like Frankie. Kept coming forwards and everything. Nice little combos. But then, out of nowhere, I'll take it, hit an elbow. And from then, the damage is done. He kind of, Frankie was hurt. And uh, watching it, I thought, yeah, I've seen this before. Frankie gets hurt and he comes back. Come on, come on. But nah, I'll take it. Didn't, didn't panic, didn't rush. Just just kept him going forward, hit him down. Yeah, until, until the referee pulled him off. And, um, yeah, Frankie's first um, stoppage. And, um, yeah, obviously, Bimbastic Gamble gave up his title shot. Um, he's, won a lot of, he's won a lot of fans for being a fighter's fighter and taking the fight. But, obviously, he's got to be kicking himself now. Yeah, but you kind of feel like he's almost um, delaying the inevitable, wasn't it? Because if it wasn't this fight... He would have had him in like two fights anyway, so. Yeah, completely. That's if he'd won, obviously. I mean, Max Holloway is no joke. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, again, just um, Ortega, just amazing. Amazing performance. The, the, the uppercut was just shocking. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. Oh, it was just. And obviously, we've seen it before. I just thought Frankie had it in him to kind of bounce back but it, it kind of not like, this time yeah, not this time it, it, it kind of like in a um, obviously completely different stages of like careers and stuff like that it reminded me of like sort of Chuck Liddell Rich Franklin where I felt like Chuck Liddell was you know plodding along getting back to his best picking his shots looking good then suddenly Rich Franklin just smacked him and it was over with a broken arm if I can remember yeah it was with a broken <laughs> arm Speaking Sorry. of Chuck Liddell, apparently he's in talks with Bellator. But after what we were discussing the other day, apparently there's rumours that he's in talks with Bellator. But um, not Petito's really. has come out and said he's, he's happy in his retirement. This <laughs> happens when you call his bluff, I guess. Completely, completely. Um, uh, gone to main event? I mean, I, I, yeah, Cyborg versus Yana. I give it to um, Yana. She came out all guns blazing, but I think everything that everyone expected to happen happened. Cyborg just uh, picked her apart. TKO, three minutes 25 for the very first round. Simple. Yeah, definitely. I definitely didn't expect um, Yana to take Cyborg down early um, with a single. To say, I, I, I watched um, Chow Sonnen's... Um, did a little short bit on this, saying about um, Cyborg's got mad. Oh, I'm sorry, I got hiccups. Um, <laughs> ma- <laughs> massive um, holes in her game and um, takedown. It, it just felt. Uh, it's hard not to like echo what you said, really. Um, Kunitskaya just didn't know what to do when she was on top of Cyborg and panicked a little bit. 
She was was the smaller person. She just take the fight at short notice. I think the hiccups is the biggest challenge of the day. I think we should talk about this. I think I think it really is. I think we should take it here for a second. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's not a great deal to talk about, really. Like I said, Cyborg did it on. There's uh, rumours Dana White said afterwards he's talking about doing Cyborg versus Amanda Nunes. He reckons it could be the fight to do. I'm guessing weight classes, Nunes going to have to go up because I don't think she better cut down. Otherwise, the Ronda fight would have happened many moons ago. So that looks like the next step for this, which would be a stand-up. And there's talk about it maybe even being in Brazil. So if that happens, that would be a massive fight going forward, I do believe. But um, I think they need to stop doing super fights. It, yeah, I, I remember like I remember when we were kind of watching years ago, we were kind of, the dream was... GSP and Anderson Silva. Yeah. We kind of we we had GSP BJ Penn, but it was this rarity, this rarity super fight was happening, and they still had loads of people in their division. Nowadays, every week seems to be a new super fight's happening, and it kind of waters down a super. I don't know. For me, it waters down a super fight. It, it just feels. I I, I don't get it. Like. It used to be like you'd have to clear. There's loads of contenders and all that. Uh, they've got to clear. Like Anderson Silva had the people that like may not have like had his belt, but he still had to fight the people in his division. Um, and so did GSP. And now all of a sudden they're just kind of throwing super fight after super fight, which throws more weight divisions in turmoil. You've already got to look at um, the whole mess about the lightweight belt. Um, that they won't take it off um, McGregor's hands. Then you hear they aren't, and they are. Um, I, I just don't. And I remember, back then it used to be, okay, if you're going for the super fight, you have to vacate your belt. I think that needs to be what's changed. Um, yeah, I mean, my, my main issue with this is similar to yours. It's right, Say Amanda Nunes gets knocked out in the first round by Cyborg, yeah, in a complete whatever, or vice versa. Um, it'd be more devastating if Numa's does, because there's a whole division underneath it, so what, what does it mean for that belt? Yeah. So yeah. you just got the excuse that she went up, and it's not really her division, so it doesn't count, and you're like, it doesn't work like that. No, no. A fight is a fight is a fight, you know, they're, they're either, you know, by weighing an extra 10 pounds, doesn't suddenly put them in this whole oh it's not fair kind of mentality you know I mean Connor took the gamble it was amazing but now everyone seems to be wanting to be two weight champions and it's just well yeah Dillashaw Mighty Mouse um, yeah it just keeps Cormier versus Steep so it's all just everyone's jumping around and um, I mean we'll see I mean as a fan don't be wrong, I, I watch them and I love the fights, but as like a sport in divisions, it's just going to be hard. It's like when um, Roy Jones Jr. just pretty much collected every belt all the way up to heavyweight and it just got to a point where it's just got crazy. But like I said, as a fan, I'll I, I still watch it. It'd be a great fight, can't lie. Um, unless there's anything else you want to break up, I think that brings us to the end. No, that's the thing that brings us nicely to the end. It was a good event, all in all. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. 
yeah, perfectly agree. I think it's definitely, if you haven't seen it, it's definitely worth checking out, even if it's just uh, Shulamane's performance or the Ortega knockout. They're definitely the highlights. But um, yeah, check it out. Uh, Sports Arena, thanks for listening. See you later.